podcast brought to you by BingeJunkies.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome so much to the Binge Junkies podcast. We are overjoyed to have Wavy Jones here with us. I am your host, Heather, and I am joined by Leanne. Hello. And we are so excited to have Wavy with us. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Right on. (laughs) So we're going to jump in with the first question about um, a new movie that you are going to be in called Justice. Mm -hmm. And we want to talk about your role specifically. Okay, um, Justice is a movie that um, directed Joey Megahertz put on. Um, he directed, he's directing it, I'm guessing producing, he wrote it, uh, and he teamed up with some fellas out there in Canada that want to put this movie on now. Justice is a movie about the hip-hop community in New York. They will be shooting it in Canada. I don't, there's not a lot of details I don't know because you know how fresh that is. Like, that just got on there, like, three days ago. So, um, I don't want to tell you guys the wrong thing. So, you know, I'm, <laughs> but I do know that much about it. And, and my character, um, is a, a character that kind of sparks the movie off with the with the with a, with a big scene, I can't really talk about that right now. But he sparks it off with a crazy scene that that leads throughout the movie. Are there any? Can I mean? Obviously, we don't know too much about Justice yet. Um, but are there any? It seems like it might be kind of connected to the role that you played in Unsolved somehow. Uh, at least you got some music industry information in there, police in there. Is it anywhere along those lines, or is it a com- completely different ball game? It's a completely different ball game. Got you. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. I guess I shouldn't be too surprised um, to hear that one. Uh, yeah. Should we go? Should we go in reverse order? Do you wanna? Do you wanna go with some reprisal talk? Yeah, I hear Leanne with the big old yes, please. <laughs> oh my goodness! For those of y'all that have not heard of reprisal, whoa! I. I <laughs> I turned it on. It was just kind of taken aback at the production value, the people in it, the costuming, um, seeing you in it. It's like, especially going from seeing you from one actor to the other, you're, you play a completely different role. I was expecting to like notice Biggie in there. And I didn't, man, like it, it really just shows the difference in how you control your acting styles. Um, so sixties or nineties attire. <laughs> um, <laughs> I feel like it's cool you've gotten to be in all these different like era related things yeah. <laughs> it's crazy it's crazy but that is that was definitely a dope um I was honored to be a part of that you was talking about um the attire the Italian reprisal was kind of all over the place um uh our director and show writer they was trying to create this this scene from the 60s maybe the 50s it was different different things they was trying I to couldn't do. tell either <laughs> they were from all over the place so it, it was it was definitely dope with the attire and the ladies worked so hard on that so we, we were we were definitely blessed to be a part of that right i was so hooked from like the first scene that i i honestly people were making comments about what era is this supposed to be? Make up your mind. And honest to God, I never noticed that. 
because I was so taken with the whole thing. And I was so involved in all of the story that honestly, the last thing that I was looking at and questioning was, oh, what era is this from? I was thinking, oh, my God, this is so my kind of show. This is so my kind of show. Let's go for the next episode. I have to go to work. Oh, man. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> Josh Coleman definitely, he, he put, that was his baby right there. I was show writer. He had been working on that for years. And for it to come come firsthand and him be able to do it, it was, I know he was very honored to do that. Um, unfortunately, they, they Hulu canceled that for a second season. So, That's a travesty. Yeah, well, Prazo won't be coming back, but it, it was a great show. Such a great show. It's still a great show. Like, um, I, I just feel it was the wrong time, personally, to, to put it out. Um, but, yeah, Hulu didn't bring them back for a second season. I, I would have surely loved to be a part of a second season of that because I wanted to see where um, where we go with when when um <clears throat> with Craig Tate and when it played Earl, my partner, my cousin. I wanted to see where it would go when he finally went to go meet Ron Perlman, Big Graham. So um, I'm, I'm, I'm devastated about that. Yeah. Y'all had an incredible synergy together, too. Honestly, it was really cool. To, like, y'all, like, I yeah. felt like y'all were brothers on screen. Yeah, we really felt like that, like, outside of that. Like, we, we walked just like that. Like, we, it's something about being on a set with those people. You become family. Abigail Spencer, um, Bethany, uh, it, there's so many people on, on a set. It's, it's it's all of these sets, like, like See You Yesterday, uh, Unsolved. I still have, like, close-knit friendships with all of these people. So it's great. It's great, yeah. Leanne, you have anything to add on reprisal? Um, very much sadness that it's not going to get a second season because <laughs> really I mean, are, are people crazy? Seriously, it's one of the best shows on Hulu. I mean, you think that this lady's going to die in a hotel room with the bad guy and you come back and there's blood everywhere and she's a lot. How can you beat that? How can you beat that? I'm just saying. Yeah, Molly went no joke. <laughs> it was awesome. I did actually today. I watched um, the episode of Magnum PI that you were on. Mm-hmm. I was very impressed. You, you look like a very sad, broken person who lost somebody that they loved and was going to get um, actually put in jail for this. Which yeah. we see way too much in America. I think it's that they, they grab onto something and they say, you know what? He looks like maybe he could have done it. Let's put him in jail instead of investigating what actually really, really yeah. happened. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, that was that was an honor to go out there to shoot that. That was in Hawaii. Like, this whole thing is taking me, it's taking me different places. Just like Justice is supposed to be shot in Canada. I've never been to Canada. So like this this whole the whole acting thing, and I'm honored that you said um I looked like I was broken because in that specific scene that's what I was supposed to be. So um that that just shows that my acting is really um showing good on screen. <laughs> it definitely is because everything that they were describing your character to be is what I saw in your face, uh-huh. and not even really as much as what you said. It was just in your face, and I'm like. <gasps> Oh, you can't go to jail. Come on. He didn't do it. Look at him. He's adorable. No way. No way. <laughs> Thank you so much. My little cousins had a field day with that movie. They said, oh, he's in jail. Like, my little cousins. <laughs> <laughs> they had to call me right after that. Um, That episode went off to check on me. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gotta love my little cousins. <laughs> Were you there long enough to um, be able to enjoy Hawaii or was it? Yeah, yeah. It, it was crazy because I, I went out to Hawaii. Um, That was the top of February, I believe. And I was out there for a good two, three weeks and I only shot two days. So I was out there just really enjoying. I feel like I was on vacation. It was the top of the year. And um, I was out there on vacation just, just really chilling and, and enjoying the vibe. Something about Hawaii is so calm and the people are so dope. Like, the, the people are great out there. And it's just it's just a great feeling to be out there um, amongst different kind of people and learning their culture. And they embrace me. So that, that's always a great thing. I see you wearing your Kukui nuts still. It's a little, yeah. little, little what's up to Hawaii, right? <laughs> I'm popping now. I really love Hawaii. Like, I feel <laughs> out there right yeah. i love that <laughs> i don't think i would leave if i ever got to go to hawaii i mean why wouldn't you be happy there how beautiful is it and the people are so welcoming and like you said their culture oh mm-hmm. man just learning about the the hawaiian culture like it, it's dope like the whole they they was telling me about the different places like there was the the building that we shot in the courtroom they was telling me about that building about the history in that building and and just just the just the atmosphere is like so so different and and to come from over here in north carolina and it was freezing out there out here at the time and to go out there and the weather was so good at the top of the year it was beautiful oh man i hope you have a, just as good of a time when you go to Canada. I mean, I know it's not the tropics, but I've always wanted to go there too. It's got to be awesome just to have the experience of it. Yeah. I was about to ask you, have you been? Have you been, Leanne? Have you oh, been to- no, but I actually, I heard that parts of it are actually very stunning. Okay. I can't wait to check it out. I'm excited now. <laughs> and people too, uh, you know, there's definitely a different vibe in Canada from, from what I understand <laughs> than from us here in the States, especially right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. I so saw you hear, you see the... Um, comments on Twitter from the different places that aren't America and how they're saying, oh, I feel bad for you for what you're going through and for, you know, obviously what the unfortunate man in charge is each comes across as crazy and they say it all the time and I'm thinking, you know, maybe I ought to move away from America. Yeah. <laughs> the same thing yesterday. I shared the same sentiments. Maybe it's time to move out of America. <laughs> but, you know, it's it, it also could be the other way. It could be time to you know like arm in arm with your brothers and actually make america a bit better without using a certain phrase (laughs) yeah yeah you know what i'm saying yeah (laughs) Yeah, i I feel like this is a slight rollback to what we were just saying but leanne mentioned just your facial expressions in your huge scene in magnum pi and Mm -hmm. That's actually one of the things that pulled me into you as an actor when I was watching Unsolved, because to look at you, it's like you don't just have like the general appearance of Biggie like you threw down the mannerisms, the facial expressions, the like the tone in your voice of how he said stuff. You know, and now seeing you, I know our audience isn't going to have the benefit of seeing your smiling face right now, but it's like it's like it's two different things. You like you really pulled it all out. You're such a like smiley, jovial dude. Like like I see you right now. I just want to give you a hug. And I did not feel that way when I was watching Unsolved. You know what I mean? <laughs> 
Oh man, and the fact that that was your first role, if you yeah. hadn't told me that, I would have never guessed, ever. Yeah. Did, did people say you look like him before you were even in that role? Um, just being a dude from New York, um, especially when I came to North Carolina, uh, at a young age, it was definitely, oh, he think he biggie because I rap too. So it was like, biggie, I'm a big black dude. Um, when I was young, I, I remember walking through Harlem when they were shooting the movie Notorious. And they was like, you should play younger Biggie. Like different people were saying that you should play younger Biggie. And just to have the opportunity to play him unsolved, is, is, it was it was certainly an unconventional route. But a lot of people did say that. They definitely did say that. But yeah. <laughs> I read in other interviews that you grew up with that music anyways. Like that was already in your household. So good. like, how did it hit you to play somebody that you'd already been like listening to and admiring for so long? How did it hit me? What you mean by that? Like, I, I, I'm just trying to imagine myself in a role of somebody that I cared about. And like, I get so nervous just to speak to somebody who was in a role of somebody I cared about, let alone playing that role. But <laughs> it was nerve wracking. It, it, it was nerve wracking uh, because you have that thing to where you don't want to mess it up, you know, and it's somebody that you really look up to. Um, such as Biggie, you only want to make him proud. And I wanted to make the family proud. I didn't want to dishonor him in any way. So that was definitely a, a nerve wracking thing, but I just wanted to get it right. And that's why I was able to have people like Easy Mo B, one of Biggie's producers, Funk Flex came on set uh, to be able to talk to these people um, and them tell me that I was doing a great job. That definitely made me feel good. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to talk to Biggie's family until after we shot. I was able to talk to CJ Wallace. Uh, I spoke briefly with Little C's, um, Chico Del Vec. Uh, I spoke to his daughter. And this was all after after we, we shot Unsolved. But as the show was going on, CJ put up a post telling me how great of a job I was doing. Uh, CJ's brother, Jihad, he, he threw up a post. Um, Tiana threw up a post. So that, that was that was dope to know that I was actually doing a great job in, in, in Biggie's footsteps because greatness can often be imitated but never duplicated. And I would never try to say that I'm trying to be Biggie Smalls, but to be able to portray him um, in such a great way that people was actually saying I did a good job, was that, that, that was good to me. That was great. And you did. You you deserve all of the accolades in the world because you did, I, I, especially, you know what I'm saying, for your first role and um, the people that you got to work with also. You know, greatness brings greatness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So many great people on set. Mark Rose, um, Josh Dumas, Dominic Santana, Aisha Hines, like, like, Jimmy Simpson. Oh, my God. Like, it, <laughs> It was, it, it was a, they had all worked on, you know, so just to be able to work with them, like the first time, I think it was on a pilot when we shot the first episode, Jimmy invited me over to his house. I went over to his house. I was chilling with Jimmy Simpson. I remember Jimmy Simpson from different shows and, and movies and stuff like that as a kid. So to be able to say, wow, I'm over there chilling with Jimmy Simpson right now. <laughs> it was an honor. But everybody on, on us saw was very welcoming. It was, it was very welcoming and to be able to work with them was unbelievable. <laughs> 
I bet, man, that was that was such an incredible crew. Like the whole the whole cast. So impressed with the whole cast, the production level, everything on that. I can't believe nobody's been arrested. I just I'm sorry. I know that that was talked about in the show and I know that they had their, you know, their theories. And it's like, you know, they did all this work and came up with it for a TV show, which is all probably true. But the police can't put it together. Mm. Just saying, just saying. No, no, I, I'm. I, I totally share your your sentiments on that one. I totally share the. Um, it's it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate that uh, that a lot of people, um, a lot of families all over the world, not just in the Biggie Tupac case. Uh, it's unfortunate that they don't have justice. You know, and and sometimes the details, even though sometimes it's a hunt, the details be right in people's face, and and they 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 refuse to prosecute. Um, it's very unfortunate, very unfortunate. And, and, and as far as Biggie and Tupac, like I said, like this stuff was right in their face. Um, the detectives did a great job um, actually putting together what happened, you know, and, and, and for them not to be able to prosecute is it's ridiculous. And I know you were saying that they were actually friends and that, that was a big part of the show, too. And people mm -hmm. were trying to tear that up and say that they weren't friends. They were enemies. And yeah. I love how the show, especially the, the water gun scene. <laughs> I mean, come on. These boys were friends and everybody was trying to tear them apart, even the media, you know. Yeah. At first, when they did that 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 whole gun scene with the water fountains and all that, I was like, man, they didn't do this. Like, I was like, they couldn't do this, man. It's impossible. And then I actually read and spoke to some people we know. He's like, no, they, they really did. And, and just for a minute, it brings you back to like a serious childhood because it, it just tells you. Wow, these these two were really kids. Like they were kids. Like this is childish. Like this is things that kids do, and for them to be taken away from the world so early and had so much to do and so much to say is 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 it's like Biggie's song. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable that those two were taken away so soon from their families, from from the world, from everything that they had to do and say. It's unbelievable. No, I absolutely agree. We, we, they should still be out there partying and bullshitting, you know? Partying and bullshitting. They should still be partying and bullshitting. I mean, especially this so much. We didn't know. I mean, not everybody knew then how iconic they would still be. Yeah. And, and not just what happened to them, mm -hmm. their music and how prolific it is. I mean, I, I even have... Uh, a tattoo drawn up with the with the music to California Love in it. Like <laughs> I'm from I'm from California myself, so that's a song that just like really hits home. <laughs> Even um I spent a little bit of time in India and there was a bar at the hotel we were at and every single day they would play California Love. <laughs> and all of us from California be like, it's our song. Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't get old. <laughs> no, never. I've got it on my playlist and I've got such a wide variety of music. I mean, I go real heavy from Slipknot and then I have some California Love and then I have some little bit, of, little, little bit of country. But, um, but it's, it's a little, little bit, but it's, it's on my playlist. And every time it comes up, you know, I'll be working, painting a room, doing this and doing that. And I'll always start shaking. And my boss always knows 
what song it is that comes on because you can't Sing help it. California love. Yep, yep. You can't help it. <laughs> you just got to move. You can't help it. You can't yeah, sit still. Got to. You got to. Being out there on the West Coast when we were shooting us off, like that whole that whole Cali vibe, like that. I was. You definitely had to turn on California Love to live down in L.A. Uh, today was a good day. I go Gangsters Paradise. Gangsters Paradise. You have to. <laughs> Because, because being a kid, being like being a kid, just watching it on TV and hearing these these artists talk about how great California is and their love for California, and it's like being a young kid from New York. You're like, I wonder if it's really like that over there. <laughs> like barbecues, the 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 violence, the helicopters. Like it's just it's just a feeling that you get being in Cali. It's like you have to go back to that place. I definitely had to go back to that place as a child um, and, and listening to that music and just, just roaming around Cali. Sometimes I would just, like on my off days, I would I would get in the car and just drive around and listen to the music and get the aesthetic of the, of, of the, of the whole Cali culture. And it's, it's beautiful. I love it over there. I understood what, what Big was talking about going back to Cali. It definitely, you, you, I, I felt that. I felt that. I mean, those songs really do get the mood that at least Southern California is. I know Southern Cali is a little bit different than Northern, but those songs definitely encompass Southern California as coastal Southern California specifically. (laughs) Absolutely. So speaking of music, I don't know a whole lot about your personal music and I would love to know more what you got going on, what you're working on. What's up? My mind is all over the place with the music. I've been saying this for years. I feel like, if if I can just be honest with y'all, I feel like what people are looking for is Biggie, and I'm not Biggie, you know? Ever since, like, before I played the role, I had been making music. I was was making noise in my city, and people knew who I was, and, and things like that. And it's, like, almost like a struggle now. Um to do it because that's what people are looking for but all I know is to keep pressing through and just keep doing what I'm doing but I'm, I'm working on a, a EP called Dreams Come True that'll be produced by uh, by my producer my big brother Tripe Tracks and also have some music with my big brother Chase Flow um, just different different vibes I have a, I have a, a vibe for Miami um, just different I'm just getting into different um, atmospheres with it and just trying to trying to really run and just have my own shine with it and I just pray that the people will like it in the end I just pray that the people will like it I don't know how they couldn't because you're very very talented I mean (laughs) very talented if people would just get out of their I don't know how to say get out of their own heads or or expectations or whatever because you look and sound a lot like Biggie it's like you have your own talent you are your own individual you have your own message and your own things to say yeah you know what it is uh I remember walking through, through Hollywood. We was on Hollywood Boulevard, me and my big bro Dominic Santana that played Shug Night. And um when the people approached him, they they brought up him being Shug. And it was like and he was like, I'm Dominic. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like I'm I'm Dominic. And after we walked away, I just explained to them. I said, a lot of these kids weren't alive when Suge Knight was at the top of his game. They, they weren't alive. So when they see you, they look at you and they're like, you Suge Knight. Like, because they seen you in the movie. They seen you in the show. So that that's who they, who they 
they're just now finding out about these people, so they look to you to be them. It's like, no, like you have to understand, you have to separate the acting from who I actually am. And and unfortunately, a lot of people get caught up in, in this, this, this different world. They're in a different world about who we are outside of our characters, and they only want us to be our characters. So when we do anything, like I, I notice like on Instagram or something, if I post about Unsolved, uh, a lot of people were like, oh, Biggie. Like, a lot of people hit me up. Like, but when I post about just me, it's like I'm almost forgot about. So it's just, it's, it's, it's different. It's, it's very weird, but it's something that I'm going to work my way through. I feel like that happens kind of a lot with folks that portray super iconic individuals Absolutely. that that the viewer just can't help it. They have a hard time separating the two. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, back at um Michael Rainey. Y'all, do y'all watch Power? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, Michael Rainey, he's the one that plays um Tariq. He plays Ghost Son. And <clears throat> a lot of people, like, would see him in the street and would go to thinking, oh, man, Tariq, you're bad. What you, like, they, they have this thing to where they think, yo, this is the dude. Like, he's horrible. Like, the dude received all type of death threats in his DMs. And so sometimes people just don't know how to separate you from your character. They just don't, you know? And it's it's almost like a, a mental thing. Like, when they see that, that's what they lock you in as. So, that's a lot of weight to carry. It is. It is. <laughs> Especially because he's so young, too. And I've seen interviews, the the Power After Show. Mm-hmm. And, and let me let me guarantee you that he is not Tariq. I mean, he's, he's got he's just the sweetest kid. I mean, he really is. He really is. I met him. Um, me and him at the same barber in L.A. And I met him then. He's, 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 he's a kid. He's a sweetheart. He's not like what people think he is. People think Tariq. But it's like you have to understand and grow to know who who. Michael Rainey is just like how people have to know who Wavy Jones is, or Mark Rose, or Dominic Santana outside Tupac, Biggie, and Shug. You know, and a lot of people just they can't. This podcast is brought to you by BingeJunkies.com. We've got what you crave. Do you mind if I ask where your name came from? Was that given to you by your parents? Were did Maybe you no. did that was that created yourself? Like, can is there a story? <laughs> it's just a lifestyle. I, I kind of I gave it to myself like years ago. Uh, I was surprised that they was willing to let me use it. Like when I went on Unsolved, uh, I don't know how they found me by my Wavy Jones name. You know, and, and I remember sending it in. I think I gave them my real name. But they was like, so are you going to use Wavy or are you going to use your, your, your... I said, can I use Wavy? They said, yeah. I was like, I'll use Wavy then. So uh, everything I do now is Wavy Jones. I got the LLC and just put it all together now. So Good on you. That's It feels like it fits. Like, it it's feels not- like you were given that by birth, you know? Like, it right. flows. <laughs> it's closed. That's what it's closed. Wait, Jones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that just made me think of rolling with the homies from Clueless. I don't know if you've seen that old one. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. 
so where do we look for you like how how are we finding your music um where where are we looking for it you go on soundcloud type in wavy jones you go on spotify uh-oh somebody got a cat over there yeah i told you she <laughs> was gonna do that i told you she was gonna do that <laughs> she was okay. no she she had a bad a bad uh, experience with someone I don't, she was left in a hotel room and oh. i don't know who had her before or what they did to her but i've had her for a year and trust me that little attack is is nothing it, it took me a year really to bond with her but uh i'm used to that she she freaks out sometimes not believing that she's in a safe place mm. i remember when you were asking for name ideas for that little thing and don't worry <laughs> The, the magic of editing can take out the cat meow in this conversation. Don't even stress it. <laughs> sure, we can leave it too. Yeah, we can leave it. We can leave it. Should be should be on the podcast. Nothing like a little natural silliness thrown in, huh? Oh, now she's gonna run away. I'm trying to get where you can see her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any animals, Wavy? No, I don't. I don't have any animals right now. I'm working on it. I think I'm gonna get one in the next uh, year or so. I yeah. I want a dog, yeah. Yes, I want one too. I know. Dogs are harder to hide. That's why I can't have one, but we won't get into all that. <laughs> I guess it's kind of hard to guess when you're going to be able to start filming. Do they have any, like, did they even, like, what do they tell you? Like, you're cast for this show someday. Only <laughs> July. All right. Well, that's, I mean, that doesn't feel like too far away, but I guess we're, fingers crossed. Across, fingers across. I actually had two other projects I was supposed to be working on that fell completely through. Uh, that sucked. That really, that that was a blow. But um, in the meantime, just working on the music and getting ready for justice and anything else that pop up is gonna be great too. You know, uh, just just being in this whole. It's new to me. It's all still new to me. It's still pretty fresh. It's still um. Just like with Big, I wanted to do more with that role, you know? I, w I wanted to do more, and we had more in there, but you have to go through the through the, the legal stuff and, and, and everything. So unfortunately, a lot of that stuff didn't make the film. Um, in reprisal, I wanted to keep going with the character, keep building it for the people. Um, see you yesterday. Like, there's just so many so many different things I wanted to do and I'm, I'm just praying that that the most high allows me to continue through this whole acting journey because it, it definitely is that it's a journey um, and sometimes people don't understand like a lot of people that I did work with haven't worked on anything since uh, one of those films so, so just to be able to continue like I have been to have that 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 luck and grace I'm, I'm, I'm definitely um, grateful for that but yeah you, you just never know what the whole acting thing you never know. I mean, as true as that is, I just in my heart, I have no doubt. I just I feel I feel you are still on the rise. Like, I don't I just feel it. And I honest, oh, honest to goodness, I haven't said this in any other interview. You know, I just got that gut feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, whether it's through your music or through your acting, like uh, it's still going for you. You're still going full speed for sure. Heart. Be good. <laughs> yeah, I believe I said that two years ago you when you were my first interview. I said you are a rising star and you got big things. I, I honestly believe that. You definitely did. I surely appreciate y'all for that. That's good energy. I really appreciate that. Right? You, you know, I got to ask about your mom. How's your mom? <laughs> She's great. She's great. 
She's crazy. I've actually been quarantined with her for the for the past. Like I haven't been able to go anywhere, so I'm here with my mom. And you you know you if you watch any of my social media, you know how I feel about my mom. So that's my everything. So I've been enjoying this time with my mom right now. A strong woman that that makes all the difference in the world. It really does. A single a single mother. A single too. mother. Yep. A single mother. Yep. She's been holding it down for so many years. Even for me to be in all of this, um, it, it's been. She, I've been taking her with me. Unfortunately, she wasn't able to come to Hawaii with me. She would have loved that. I'm still gonna take her over there. I'm gonna take her over there. But all of her men's and stuff, she enjoys it like the people. Um, to, to see her son in these type of rooms with these type of people is is is, is definitely a blessing to us. She expresses that all the time. So I'm grateful to have a mother so supportive. What was her reaction to you to you getting a biggie part? Just just since it was obviously she was a part of you having that in your repertoire originally, yeah. right? <laughs> My mom is normally so calm and like like laid back. I remember um when they called me, when the production office called me, Anthony Hemingway was on the phone, our director. And um, I was back there with my mom. I was sitting there, we was talking about, I think we was just talking about it. Um, and I was just like, mom, if somebody else get that role, I'm not mad at them. You know, like, I, I just can't wait to see it, to be able to say, man, I went and auditioned in LA for that role. Like, I couldn't wait. And when I seen the call, it was kind of like, oh, like, I didn't know. I just know it was coming from California. And I got on the phone and I was talking to the guy. I was talking to Anthony and, and it was like, yeah, how's the weather? He was asking me all these other questions. And I was like, it's good, man. What's, what's going on? And he was like, um, I just wanted to call you and let you know you will be playing Biggie and Unsolved. And, and like my mom was going to be called. So she did. She tried to go by my back and go out the back door and call my brother. And all I know she was on the phone. My brother, she's like, hello, Mel. And my brother said whatever. She said, he got it, Mel. He got it. <laughs> I didn't like I never seen that. So so that was different. That's cool. That's cool. About it. Yeah. I had a feeling. Yeah. Very excited about it. So since you've been quarantined at home with her, did she help you with your coronavirus video? Yeah, she was, <laughs> She filmed it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, she filmed it. My mom actually all my um my self tapes that I send in for like auditions and stuff like that. Me and her doing. She films me doing it. She she she's the one behind the camera reading it to me and stuff like that. Like very supportive. Like she does all of that. So, oh bless her heart. She it. <laughs> <laughs> the best manager in the world. Well, I guess yeah. next time we meet you, we're gonna have to have my mom with you. <laughs> definitely, definitely, definitely. That's going to be a fun conversation. That's going to be a fun conversation. <laughs> right. It's always fun to see where people come from, too. You know, like yeah. when you start to see like, oh, that's where you got it from. Yeah. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> Absolutely. That'll be a really great conversation. Like, how do you even put together a music video at home like that? Like, that's. That's pretty cool. I mean, I, I know it's just at home and stuff, but it's still pretty tight. <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, I remember, uh, y'all know, y'all familiar with Biz Marquis? Oh yeah. Like <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> that. Like yeah. that. What's it gonna say? He <laughs> 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 got quiet. No, but Biz Marquis um was, was a rapper. 
He's a rapper from Long Island, New York, Brooklyn, New York, and um, he had a song called Vapors. And basically, in the song Vapors, he kept saying, "You caught the vapors. They caught the vapors." And he, he was he was talking about haters that um that kind of kind of looked at you sideways before you actually got an opportunity to do something. You know, so 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 in that when I kept hearing that, I don't know, I was watching him do live. He kept DJing. He was DJing live this whole through the whole coronavirus thing. He's been DJing on there and he was playing that song. And I said, Ma, like, I like this, like, you know. So I thought Coronas. I was like, you call Coronas. Yes. And I went to the studio and I, I, I recorded it and I brought it back home. I was just like, mom, just take my phone and just just record me doing this. Record record this angle. Record this. And she just did it. We knocked it out. I sent it to my boy. He edited it and he sent it back to me. I was like, yo, this is dope. And we put it up. The people enjoyed it. For the people that watched it, they enjoyed it. It's like it's like in our ear in this household. Like I played it for my husband. I go, hey, check it out. Like this is who am I interviewing? And now like ever since then, I'll just hear him like just under his breath like got coronavirus. <laughs> and it's so cute because he's just like this tall British white dude like got coronavirus. <laughs> it's so cute. <laughs> oh, man, if you would have seen the video, I would have posted that. <laughs> I'll try and catch him next time. <laughs> I'll see I'll see if I can get him to do it. He's not not huge on social media, but I'll see if I can figure it out. <laughs> no, that'll be dope. I'll definitely keep that video. <laughs> I should um, play it for for the people here at the hotel for all the guests and I send you a video of like fifty different people. Oh man, that'll be dope. That'll I'm serious be dope. too. I'm serious. <laughs> We'll start a little um, revolution of coronavirus duets. Oh, that'll be dope. (laughs) Like how people do that on TikTok, right? (laughs) I love TikTok. What y'all think about TikTok? I am not very good at it, but I have tons of fun scrolling through how good other people are at it. It's it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. I, I really love it. I've been watching like the people, like even people I know. I'm like, wow! I didn't know they were so creative. Like, right? People, it, it's 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 such a dope time being able to do so many things on social media, you know, and and to see those. Just like I watch a lot of Will Smith, like his his posts and stuff like that. And I'm like, man. Like, Will, you killing it, man. The, the He's such a favorite. I love him. <laughs> He's amazing. His wife is amazing. It's like, save some for somebody else, people. <laughs> the whole family, man. They got like a I power mean, family for sure. I to have one thing. <laughs> I desire to have the same thing. That's so dope. Oh, wouldn't it be fun to be in a movie with him? Hey, never say never say never, man. <laughs> next thing you know, he's gonna be posting got in a movie with Will Smith, wavy out. <laughs> you know I had one. Shut up. Is that why you have that look on your face right now? Is that one of the ones that fell through? Yeah. Shut up. I'ma throw my headphones across the room right now. <laughs> now I feel yeah. bad I said that. Yeah. Dang. I was I'm sorry. Ah, uh, stuff happens, you know. Yeah, um, what happened was I was supposed to meet the director. I, I flew in the day after the day I, they wanted me to meet with the director to play a role in one of the movies. I'm not going to say it because it's, it's not, you know. I feel but, you, yeah. But I flew in the day after and they ended up giving a role to somebody else. So 
it, it fell through. <laughs> yeah, that's that I'm annoyed for me as well as for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's a part of the game. I guess that's true. It's it's good that you like you're taking like a chill stance from it. Like yeah. obviously it's not the best news ever, um, but um, I did it. This took a lot of growth. It's a lot of growth for me to get here and take it <laughs> well, away. congratulations. I was bad about that. So yeah, he, he's one of my childhood heroes too. So I, I definitely wanted that, but I'm just gonna continue in the game and God willing, I, I get another picture with him one day. But that positive attitude, I'm telling you, that positive attitude will get you everywhere. It really will. I'm glad to hear it. I'm glad to hear it. So are you going to start live streaming like Biz Marquee? Are you going to put some music out there like that? I feel like that's been super fun that a lot of artists have been putting their music out there like that for people. Like to get on the like the DJ and stuff like that? Yeah, like how people get on Twitch or Facebook Live or whatever and stuff like that. I definitely want to. I definitely want to. I get a good... um like repertoire music that I, I'm comfortable playing for the public. I want to get on there and do that um, if they're interested. I definitely, awesome. definitely do it. That'll be fun. It's and such a gift. Have to join us next time we do a Zoom. Was y'all on our last Zoom? Uh, no. Oh, what Zoom? Tell me about it. That's what I'm saying. Oh, we, <laughs> we had yeah. a Zoom where we had, we had Mark Rose on there, Dominic Santana, um couple of people, a couple of cast members and we look to get more from Unsolved and we're going to do another Zoom in the next coming days with, with all of us on there. It was a great turnout. It was a great turnout. A lot of people came and we just kind of gave some of our behind the scenes stories and the people loved it. The people loved it. Hell yeah. We, having somebody come in there somebody had messed up the zoom and i don't know they hacked it and they start putting a bunch of porn up and stuff like that. so <laughs> to be fair to- zoom is one of the most hackable things oh my god to I have a video on i couldn't believe it i was embarrassed but it was like i couldn't help but laugh it was like oh yeah i'm taking it hell like they got me like <laughs> They got me. I, I couldn't. Uh, and everybody's sitting on. I'm, look, I'm watching the faces of the people, and they're laughing at me. I'm like, oh my god! Like they got me. <laughs> we had to off the Zoom and go on IG Live. And then one of my best friends, Tim, he um he got it right and was able to put us back on the Zoom and and, and look out for anybody that tried to come in and and um do that again. So that that was dope. But next time we do the Zoom, I'm definitely gonna let you ladies know so y'all can come through and watch it. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I f- had something that just flew out my brain. <laughs> that active listening makes you forget what you yeah. <laughs> what you're gonna say next. That's a good- <laughs> <laughs> oh man, where'd it go? Leanne, help me out. I'm, try- I'm trying to. T- I'm just getting so so much into the conversation. You know, it's one of those uh-huh. conversations that you really want to be a part of and really want to hear, and then your brain goes, "What was that?" <laughs> Like, I know. I don't want to let you go from me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so good. It's so good. I'm, I'm oh, enjoy- man. Um, I, I feel now I feel brain farted. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very technical interviewing term that you're learning right there. Yeah. <laughs> Well, let me let me plug you for a minute and, and tell the listeners that uh, to go on iTunes because I'm an iTunes person and to look up your music because they have they have a good number of songs on there uh, sure. that are Wavy Jones that I'm I'm very much enjoying. And that's Wavy with two Y's and a Z at the end. Yes, there you go. I get mad when people don't put it right. <laughs> 
they uh, don't put a Z at the end of it. Oh, man. So my eyes like played tricks on me and I kept putting two V's and I'm like, why can't his name come up? I had the wrong double letter. (laughs) (laughs) The logical thing, I don't know. Like, I don't know what it is. But a lot of people do that. So you're not the only one, even like, for, for, for pamphlets and stuff that they put me on and spell my name wrong, I'd be like, I'm not, they spelled my name wrong, but what, they end up getting it right. <laughs> In the end, I guess. I mean, it's it's fun. Like, yeah. it just like, yeah. it kind of like brings a smile to the face, I feel like, you know? Yeah. <laughs> That's <cool>. real. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Like, I don't even, I don't even have like I never really cared for my name just because it's terribly common, you know. But nothing ever felt like it flowed, so it was just like, all right, whatever. <laughs> um, yeah, name is Heather. I have a lot of friends that call me Heaven, so it's kind of interchangeable. You know, it was crazy. Whenever I hear the the name Heather, I think peace. What does Heather actually mean, though? Heather is a flower. It's a flower that grows on a weed. You see it a lot in like the UK wow. and stuff like that. Fields yeah. of heather. So yeah. it is a it is a positive word at least. It's very peaceful. Thank name. you. I love that. I like that. Uh, that. I love Leanne too. I love Leanne. Oh, thank just you. Like that. You know? <laughs> I love My that. mom just I don't know decided to put two names together because the A is capital. Yeah. So it's L-E capital A-N-N-E and uh, I don't know how she came up with it but you you think you got problems with people spelling your name wrong? Oh, <laughs> I can only imagine. That's why I just call you L-A. I just type L-A. L-A. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> She's my L-A girl that's not from L-A. <laughs> uh, yeah, one day, one day, one day. Yeah. Hey, you know, there's always a room for you here in San Diego, just saying. Wow. Did y'all meet online? Yeah. We actually met through the writing group. And then one day somebody was like, hey, we should try to put together a podcast. And she was one of the few with us that was like, yeah, let's do this. And now we're homies for a couple years. I don't actually, this is, I think, our first broadcast together in like a year and a half. I think so. Her and I. Yeah. (laughs) Very cool. I'm on it. I'm on it. See y'all both together right now this is this is great a man i'm the one she's like who wants to interview wave with me and i was like me (laughs) i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it (laughs) yeah because we had a little like kind of like a little name change from the original and uh, you know i don't know if we're looking at it like a a fresh start a different podcast or however you want to look at it a rebranding right a rebranding and that you know we were putting together ideas of who who should we interview who should we interview and i said wavy (laughs) i mean plain and simple period wavy period (laughs) love it and i was all nervous and stuff she's like nah he's a total sweetheart and i was like okay that actually does like that helps actually to know that and she was 100 percent on that one that's for sure (laughs) (laughs) i gotta find an interview we did where can i find it at you know what? I have it up right now. I'll send you it. I'll send you the link. Please do. Please yeah. Do. Yeah, because I was looking at uh, when I recorded the interview so that I could transcribe it to mm-hmm. to paper to words. Um, it was two years ago. Wow. I just typed in two V's right now. <laughs> oh, man. taking the piece of your name now. Oh no! Don't That's do dumb. it. Don't do it. <laughs> I'm the worst. <laughs> it was like it was like April two years ago. That's oh, all right. Easy. 
I'll have to send you through Skype. I can't message you on Twitter yeah, yet. Yeah, please send that to me. For sure. I'm so hot right now. Like, <laughs> this has been so much more fun than I was anticipating. Like, I'm overjoyed. I was so, so nervous. And like, man, you're like, you are seriously like just a little touch of joy on the screen. It's really cool. It's been really so cool to talk to you. Thank you. It's been awesome talking to y'all too. Liam, am I, is there anything else you want to squeeze in? Cause I feel like I'm just like drawing at straws to like keep you on the phone with me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I just think, I think that we all needed this and people, you know, that listen to our podcast need it too. We need the positive. We need the light. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, just the light. We're in such dark times right now that we just need positive. We need light. We need positive attitude. For sure. For sure. I definitely agree. Um, I think back to when when you when you wrote me the message, it was like, are you sure today is, is a good day? Like, I was like, of course, like, if they listening, like, it's, it's just time, like, and I, I just believe in, in, in focusing on being a light in the midst of darkness. So that's why I couldn't just deny it, like, oh, no, Leanne, I'm not feeling good today. Like, I just wanted to come on here and, and speak with y'all and, and um, just bring some light to everything right now. That's exactly what you do. That's it. It's exactly my like the second you got on the phone, my like nervousness went away. Like I love and that. everybody's homework, go straight to Wavy's Twitter page, that's what it is, and <laughs> duet with the coronavirus and send it to coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> dance and send that to me. <laughs> We're definitely gonna share that on um on our binge junkies pod as well. So we'll make it oh, easy no. for everybody. <laughs> Um, it has been incredible. We are going to be looking out for your music. We're going to be looking out for that new show whenever you're allowed to start filming for it. At least it's uh, on IMDb for us now. So we'll be able to get updates soon, I'm sure. Um, thank you so much from the bottom of my heart. I know Leanne and I um, are really grateful to have the chance to talk to you today. It's been really Definitely. awesome. Thank you. <laughs> having me for sure. Wishing you the best. Um, love, light, and to stay safe as much as possible, right? Likewise. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to another Binge Junkies podcast. And please join us again next time.